Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about private practice season three, episode 16. Episode 16, Fear of Flying, was written by Ayana A. Floyd and directed by Mark Tinker. It aired on March 4th, 2010. Enjoy! This little duo here, it was a good one, Ayana A. Floyd and Mark Tinker. It was. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I was very, very into it. Yes. Our patient breakdown is Natasha, who has aviophobia. Alicia is pregnant. Isao Ajok has tuberculosis. We have baby Ajok, who didn't have like a... um, Words are really hard. Um, like they didn't say what was wrong with him. What is that? I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. Anyway, we don't know what's wrong with baby Ajok, but yeah. they wanted baby Ajok to stay in the country for medical treatment. So obviously something is not right. Right. I couldn't remember whether it was it, it didn't ha- it wasn't a direct correlation to the tuberculosis, was it? No, because they were there getting checked out before he was they found diagnosed. out. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then we have poor sweet May mm-hmm. with an allergic reaction and anaphylaxis. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And we're going to be doing first notes and miscellaneous per usual. Yes. Yeah. What's your first note? My first note is nice dress, Addison. Yeah, right? <laughs> Butterflies have been following me everywhere lately. Not like really? literally flying around following me, but I just yeah. feel like I've been seeing butterflies everywhere. It's very That's weird. So it was, yeah, I just thought the design of it really caught my eye. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like the fashion is jumping out to me more and more as the, the season progresses. <laughs> I, lo- I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam style. <laughs> yes. My first note is I put it on our Instagram. That episode still on Hulu where Sam is wearing that like teal N95 yes. made me anxious. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously we wear masks all the time everywhere. Right. But I feel like that blue N95 – means like something serious you know like it's about to go down yeah like i I guess you can get that on amazon or wherever but like that's a serious n95 that's like a doctor which obviously is a doctor sure but still yeah but anyway yeah yeah (laughs) it's like oh gosh i feel you i feel you definitely we're like hyper aware of (laughs) I feel like any mess now, and like you can tell by the way one looks, what like you know how serious the situation is that you're going yeah. into. It's just like, all right. Oh gosh, <laughs> I know. I also, I was at Costco yesterday, just like doing mm-hmm. my shopping, living my life, going mm-hmm. about my day, and so many people had it under their nose. See, strike one. Yeah, like I get that it's a little like foggy in there yeah yeah it's uncomfortable I personally was wearing my glasses so Mm -hmm. it's not like I you know wasn't fogging up myself yes but like I just don't understand like and I know that we're two two and a half whatever years into this at this point but like Mm -hmm. how do they think that looks good yeah yeah, not, I, I'm not expecting you to know the answer. <laughs> no, I know, no, I know it's totally like rhetorical, but I, I wonder the same thing. I'm like, how do they like? You know, it doesn't look right, and like, you know, it doesn't feel right, and just yeah. like, about like the the logistics of it is just like your <laughs> those are two portals, your nostrils exposed that like yeah. kind of let things out and onto other things. Like, I think people forget that their nose; they just are so concerned about the mouth part, and they're just like, oh, well, that's like you know. The main part is covered, so it's all good, but it's like... Oh, and yeah. to me, I I feel like that's their way of saying, I don't really want to have this on, but I have to. So if I have uh, it on halfway, you can't yell at me or kick me out. I'm sure. I'm sure it's that, too. I would not yeah. put it past you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like the little, uh, what do you call it? 
protest. Yeah, yeah, like a little, like, psh, psh, I, yeah. I, you, can't, you can't get me. Yeah. We'll see. Well, anyway, this is not a podcast about masks. No, no, it's not. Fortunate for you all. <laughs> yeah, very fortunate for you. Let's move on to Natasha. This is two years before the Gray's plane crash. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, good to know. Because mm-hmm. that's literally where I like, that's honestly what I use as such like a marker for me in yeah. Gray's. That it's like, it's almost kind of slightly hard for me to like, not that it's hard for me to remember anything before, before then, but it definitely feels like BP and AP, like before the yep. plane crash and after the plane crash. <laughs> um, that's so interesting to know. Okay. Yeah, because as I said, um, when Mark was on for the crossover, mm-hmm. when we find out about Mark and Lexi dying in the plane crash is also mm-hmm. a very important episode in private practice. So gotcha. knowing that that hasn't happened yet, I was like, wait a minute. Gotcha. And we also have we have a, another crossover coming, not really including Mark, but mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I knew it was, but so yeah, two years before the plane crash. Wow, that's quite a that's quite a bit. So yeah. it's like Shonda was itching for something dramatic to happen with a plane. Oh my god, she really uh, was. She really wow. was. As someone who likes to be a little medicated when they're flying, mm-hmm. why isn't she totally medicated? I would want to be totally medicated. Like she has a chaperone. It's not like she couldn't have like a triple dose of Xanax and be on her way with right. Sheldon making sure she doesn't like miss her, not connection, but mm-hmm. miss her boarding time. Absolutely. That would have made the most sense. And then I was trying to remember why and you just clarified it for me actually that why Sheldon was traveling with her. So he was acting as a chaperone. Had he gone to the place that she was coming from with her or were they traveling from LA to, to San Francisco and back? Gotcha. So, so they were on their way to San Francisco. Yeah, I think so. Violet and Cooper went to Costa Rica. Right. And I think it was like a sudden decision on, on, um, their their part so uh-huh. Violet was probably like I really need to get away I really want to do this oh but I'm supposed to go with Natasha to this wedding Sheldon can you cover for me and he was like yeah of course of course gotcha. Violet, I can cover for you okay gotcha yeah that makes sense I was just so confused as to how Sheldon got in the mix I knew he was covering for Violet but I was just like how did he get this assignment but yeah it makes sense okay yeah, and I'm also wondering why she's flying to San Francisco because mm-hmm. you can drive there in like six hours. My friend Christina, a friend of the pod, it uh-huh. came down a couple months ago to visit me and she's from the Bay Area. Okay. You can drive there in the time that it takes to go through security, wait at the gate, and the flight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like six hours, I think. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I heard too because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard that. I was wondering why – they didn't have it be in like Texas or I don't know, somewhere more Midwestern. Right. That you would have to travel further. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. This is also the first time that we're seeing Sheldon in a real psychiatrist capacity, not taking care of a doctor who we know. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I love seeing that. What did you think of him as a, as a doctor, doctor? I loved it. I, I, I can't believe that we haven't seen like more of him in this capacity. Like I was thinking about some of the um, earlier episodes with him, um, even when he and Violet were leading that group therapy together. Oh, Um, we did see that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But there was like, like you said, it was just like, it felt like a little sprinkle of like compared to like what his actual full potential is. that I think that we really got to see um, in this episode. And yeah, I just think that he's so, great and um I might even like him a little bit more than than Violet not to compare only because I think that there's a certain um a certain level of empathy I feel like he handles his patients very gently um and uh yeah I just I just really like the way that he works with his patients yeah Yeah, I I also think that he doesn't bring his own Mishigas into it Mishigas is Yiddish yes yes it's like his own crap into it. Yeah. Whereas when Violet is, she you can tell she's still thinking about herself. 
Mm-hmm. And yes. Sheldon, you know, doesn't bring his own stuff into it at all. Yeah, he seems again, and not that this is a negative thing to compare anybody's journey of healing. But of course, he, of course. Sheldon Sheldon does seem um more particularly healed. You know what I mean? And um yes, yes, don't wanna to, to get ahead, but Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Know, as he as he shares more about himself, um it's it's nice to to see I feel like that's proven you know like it's like we can see that he's done the work you know yes exactly exactly well feel free go ahead go go to the what you were going to say about what he says to Natasha later yeah when he I just thought it was very um generous of him um and of course in an effort to help with his his patient work through something to to share his testimony essentially Mm -hmm. about what happened to him because we had no idea I had no idea that he initially wanted to be a surgeon or knew any of that about his father and like, you know, wanted to make him proud. And um, yeah, what a traumatic thing to happen that like, yeah, that would, that would make anyone want to change the direction of their career Mm -hmm. Um, and for him to be vulnerable enough to say that he basically, you know, regretted that and knows what it's like to like not push through something because something traumatic happened. I thought that was a really beautiful moment um, until like, his patient know that like she didn't have to go it alone you know Mm -hmm. um yeah I just like I really loved Sheldon in this episode (laughs) see a couple he was promoted to series regular quite a long time ago yeah and I I, I'm glad now that you're getting to see why I love him so yes yes absolutely I was like he's like I'm glad that he's getting more more spotlight I just realized I'm wearing my Grey's Anatomy sweatshirt. I'm still in my pajamas. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> my SGH vintage yes. three names ago hospital. I know you sent me a site, but I need to I need to stock up on some Grey's merch. <laughs> oh yeah. My mom got me for got me for this. My mom got this for me. Yeah. Um a few years ago. I think like top of COVID when she was like, Oh wait, you've had your entire life taken away from you. Here's a Grey's Anatomy Aww. sweatshirt. I love that. You're like, thank you. This helps. Actually. Yes, it does. It really does. It really does. I oh, mentioned it before, but yeah. the reason I started watching Grey's Anatomy in 2005, Lord Almighty, is that the hospital had my initials. That's what drew you to it. Yeah. Well, because I was far too young to be watching it. Sure, sure. Yeah. But even like my teachers and like my dance teacher and I remember my computer teacher back when we had computers. Do kids today still have computer class? That's a good question. It's like, yeah, do they even need it now? They probably know more than the teachers Exactly, nowadays. exactly. Yeah, yeah, good question. They were like, oh, I'm watching the show last night, and the hospital, the hospital's called the same thing as you. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's all the same thing. Yeah, so oh I started watching, like, um, I, I, I know I watched live season two, which I was okay. far too young to be watching this show. <laughs> but um we all were we all were (laughs) yeah yeah so that's why that's why I started watching and now I have all the SGH merch that I can handle wow I love it I love it so much yeah yes do we have anything more about Natasha let me see here check my notes I feel like I like a little lengthy on the notes for some of these oh and I feel like I didn't take enough really usually that's how I feel yeah, I didn't have much on her. Yeah, that's a. I just uh, I felt bad that she felt badly for um for feeling as though she killed her the, the oh, woman yeah. sitting next to her on the plane. I was like, that's just a natural human reaction, and because yeah. um, I too was wondering, I was like, what triggered her? Because she seemed like really good before the panic attack like became onset, and I was just like what was it? So when she said that it was like actually Sheldon comforting her that triggered her, like, wow, that must be like an overwhelming mix of emotions. So like not even feel like you can be comforted yeah. to feel better because that's the trigger. I was like, goodness gracious. Oh. Yeah. I, if I was on that flight, I would be like, yeah, let me off too. Someone's right. screaming that we're going to crash. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be here. It kept me on the next one. I'll drive actually. Right. <laughs> Literally that part. I was like, cause you're going to start disturbing the the other passengers yeah Yeah, exactly and they tell you on flights and stuff anyway that like you really can't help anyone else until you help yourself exactly like girl you were you know doing the right thing you know it's it's awful what happened 
to the person she was sitting next to, but it's just like, you wouldn't have even been able to help her to your best ability if you didn't save yourself first. So it's just like, it's very, I know it's like convoluted. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would also feel terrible. Yeah. I would. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. She's so justified. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Mm. Should we move on to Alicia, Isao, and Baby? Yes, let's. I hope I'm pronouncing everybody's name correctly. I feel like they didn't say it very much. I think it's Esau, like the biblical Esau. name Esau. Oh. That's right. That's right. Don't don't hold me because my uh, expertise in Kenyan <laughs> Kenyan names, but is not. I have no none no knowledge whatsoever. Nor I. And when they said Esau, I was like, Esau. Well, I'm assuming he's named after Esau in the Bible. So, but don't hold me to that. <laughs> but you're the you're the church girl, so I believe girl. you. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my notes on them are just like very much in the middle of a panorama that we've been in, and like this panini is taking over my brain. Yeah, the coughing. <gasps> maybe what? if maybe if. Sam's face with that turquoise N95 hadn't been it, I would be like, yeah. oh, he has lung cancer. Okay, okay. Or like, oh, there's black mold in the house. Or yeah. I, I don't know, but because I saw that mask, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, right, you're like, you knew to expect the worst. I was yeah. just, it's so funny because it's like now, like it's people make the joke that like people can't cough without like you just can't cough with just like a tickle in your throat without uh-huh. like triggering somebody else so it's like something that you try to suppress and um e- even with like COVID not really like not me even thinking about COVID in the moment when he started coughing like, like just saying like Sam and like everyone like look at him I was just like oh lord it was just like <laughs> it was like that was like what is you guys' reason for not letting people cough in peace even like way back then but it's yeah. just like it's hard not to draw like the COVID parallels after being through what we've been through exactly exactly and that speaking of this turquoise N95 it uh-huh. should it should have two elastics there's one up and one kind of like down and it only had one so their chin was exposed yeah weird like almost like the masks were too small yeah (laughs) yeah and our uh another friend of the pod jade when Uh i put the instagram story up Uh she sent a message and was like why isn't why aren't there two straps and i sent her a video of my notes and highlighted it i was like i said the same thing we have very intelligent viewers here i love it because they peep, they peep the game, they, yeah. they see what's up, and it's like, yeah, some things you can't help but question and be like, what's going on? <laughs> uh huh. And I have a, I have a friend who works on Grace. Oh, that's right. And I, I know that they're very specific about their medical everything. Okay. And like, for instance, anyone who works for disney abc that whole family there are specific mm-hmm. masks that they're allowed to use wow so i'm wondering if there was just a change in the production of n95s in the past 12 years maybe so maybe yeah because i because i know that there are ones that like are considered hospital masks that to me only because like my mom would like have them in the house sometimes they just seem so this is like pre-pandemic yeah. pre-covid they just seem so thin and thin and flimsy that I'm like what is this supposed to do but yeah, yeah. so maybe like the technology of them has changed through the year I'm sure it has I hope so maybe. I, I, yeah. right I would hope <laughs> makes me makes me want to use all of my masks so that I can get the newest um technology it's like getting the new iPhone <laughs> yes exactly right the upgrade <laughs> Oh my goodness. I also, again, all of my notes about this are talking about trauma with my yeah. brain. I, I, it probably, I thought it was my pandemic brain talking, mm-hmm. but I was like, shouldn't Sam, Naomi, and Pete and the wife be quarantined until they're confirmed negative? Mm-hmm. I know that we have, like, we don't give the vaccine in the US, but they give vaccines in other countries and it's treatable. Mm-hmm. How do I say this? Basically, TB is an airborne disease. So unless someone is actively showing symptoms, anyone around doesn't need to be quarantined. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm saying this right. 
It can also be spread through body fluids, which makes me wonder even more so why Alicia isn't also quarantined. Mm-hmm. But it was – he was showing symptoms. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If we have any any peats in the audience, any infectious mm-hmm. disease specialists, please let us know. Mm-hmm. I felt like everyone should be in their own little bubble. Right. Just to be safe, you know? Yeah. 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 Question. Yeah. Do you have anything about that you want to? No, no, just me making jokes throughout. Like when he had that cough, I was like, child, he ain't about to pass that physical with that cough. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. They were so set on just like getting the physical done and getting the green card. And I was just like, this isn't going to go that smoothly for you. You know, that's a that's a reminder even for myself that, you know, you gotta get your physicals done while you're healthy. Right, exactly. Don't put it off. I'm putting it off. No, it's girl, it's me with everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. My last note about this poor sweet family is Mm -hmm. I don't understand why immigration is involved at this very second. I don't think that Sam called them. No, I don't either. I don't either. And I think too, yeah, like you said, it's just like I guess for this sense of um just raising the stakes because I too was just like what they really like of course the person's I feel like the person's health would take priority like would immigration really be in the room being like you're lying yeah <laughs> believe you. nor would like, they want to take him somewhere to infect more people exactly or themselves and like he's like yeah I don't know how I feel like that's a process that like you know would take place over the course of like a couple days at least yeah showing up at the hospital seemed pretty dramatic. <laughs> it did. It did. And our trivia for today is later, but like mm-hmm. it's only who has been in Grey's Anatomy, which I feel like we do a lot of times ourselves. Yeah. But this guy, the the ICE agent or whatever they were called in 2010, I guess they were still mm-hmm. called ICE, um, he is credited as being a police officer in Grey's Anatomy. And I looked it up because I was like, this isn't the guy from the bomb. There were so many people at the shooting. Uh But he was credited as a police officer in the ferry boat crash episode forever ago. Oh, wow. I'm like, do I even remember that episode? The ferry? Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Izzy Izzy puts burr holes in the guy's skull in the middle. Meredith falls in the water. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's the ferry boat one. Okay, when Meredith, like, dies. Yeah, like, fake suit. (laughs) Gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah. She, like, said she didn't want to swim anymore. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That episode. That's one one that I – well, I watched that one. I don't know. It's not my favorite. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so he was in that as well. So I guess he just likes playing authority figures. Cops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) Not that I'm not always called in for TAs. (laughs) Right. right. We all have our types. Yeah. Yeah. Always. (laughs) Anything else for this poor sweet family? No, that's all I got for them. I did like that Sam made sure that he saw his child before he left. Me too. Yeah. And that he was looking out. I like that moment. And he was like, you better come in here. He was like, you better start acting sicker. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Shall we move on to May? Yes. Let's. When Naomi comes in to see Pete in the lab, Mm -hmm. she says, Thanks for fitting this into your day. I said, yes. And actually something that coworkers would say to each other. We love this Ayana A. Floyd lighting. Lighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she also lit it, but she okay. wrote it. Right. <laughs> she did right. not light. She's not the lighting designer. <laughs> Sorry. I love the Ayana A. Floyd writing. Yeah. It's so natural. Yeah. It, you know, takes into account that these people actually work with each other day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep, so closely. What cracked me up was the the language that May and Henry were. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost rewound, but like what I have written down, I said like a lilac busting through a what? <laughs> it was like their language toward each other was so like Shakespearean. I was yeah. just like, what is going on here? Um, but but to your point, like yes, exactly. And then for some reason, I don't know why it seems like these past couple episodes that they um. We've, we've really seen just the characters like 
literally coming in into each other's offices and like having conversations. Like we, like you said, we are really getting to see how closely they do work with each other Mm -hmm. so regularly. And like, you know, I feel like consults are something that we like, we hear about all the time on grays, but, um, to see that they still like have those even in like small private practices like that. Is it interesting to see? And then I feel like I noticed more these past few. Yeah. I'm also forgetting that Pete works downstairs now and not upstairs. Oh, so he doesn't even like work with. No, he works with, he works with Naomi and Fife and William White now. Gotcha. That's right. Yeah. Because he was getting away from Violet. Right. But I don't know. I feel like they should just put like a staircase in the middle of the floor and they won't even have to use the elevator, even though I love the elevator scenes. But I feel I like know. they're all one big, one big happy, maybe not so happy. Office. Right. Yeah. I keep forgetting. That yeah. Different. Yep. I felt so bad for this May and Henry relationship. I felt yes. so sad for them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had never, ever, to be honest, I did not know that that was even possible so it was it was definitely like felt like a biology it listened to me I was like I did not know that you could be allergic to sperm um and what a shame yeah Yeah. that's especially when they're so you know it seems like men for each other talking to each other in such flowery Shakespearean language yes flowery not meaning to be because they were into orchids but (laughs) exactly yeah I just um yeah, and Sam was willing to work with them, and yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that – not Sam. Why did I say Sam? Pete. I knew who you meant. Yeah, yeah. Sam's busy with the <laughs> TB yes. at the yes. moment. Right. And then they kept, like, meeting with each other and other people, and I was like, you've been exposed to a deadly disease. Right, yeah. Why <laughs> – Exactly. Why are you kissing p- other people going on dates uh, that are working with tiny babies? <laughs> yikes, 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 yes. I would hope that they would, if this were real life, that they would take more precaution. Because, yeah. yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about that. But it's like, yeah, it goes beyond the the patient's room. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, And that's another thing that Science with Sarah said is that things, TB tests, tend to take kind of a long time to come back so things are probably sped up for tv sure but i don't know i I think watching this in 2010 i probably thought nothing of it Mm -hmm. probably one of my rewatches right after college i thought nothing of it sure i did think something of it during my 2020 rewatch though i will tell you that okay yeah for sure anyway I, i this is just like Back to May and Henry. It was a duplicity. Duplicity? That's, yeah. I, I can't think of words today. It's fine. Listeners. It's all good. It's like they want to be with each other, but they can't be with each other. And it's like Pete, Addison, Violet, and then Addison, Sam, Vanessa, and then William, Naomi, Fife, And then yes. they were all just like the a lot big. Of yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Pete was like, I want to be with you, but I can't be with you. And Naomi mm. was like, I have two wonderful people. Who should I be with? And Right. Yeah. 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 And when I think about it, <laughs> when you put it like that, it very much seems like that people were complicating their situations more than they needed to. It's like Naomi, you just need to choose. Like yeah. it's like Pete and Addison, you clearly, you know you obviously have some level of love for each other. Why not just like commit to exploring that? Like it mm-hmm. very much felt like people were making, you know, bigger problems for themselves than they had. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah. as far as May and Henry, I, I did feel for them. Then I was cracking up because to me, just like the timeline of it, again, I'm sure things were sped up for TV, mm-hmm. but in my mind, it was literally like, let's say like Tuesday, Pete told you that y'all can't have <laughs> or to hold off or like to be like you know or to be safe about it is what mm-hmm. they implied but like to me just to like not risk it I'd be like okay like let's chill out for a couple days and then it's like, next day Wednesday she wound up in the hospital I'm like girl on her death door literally I was just like make it and stay away from the D like just, yeah she had, to, she had to risk it she had to risk it and I just thought that was really funny because I was just like girl we just had this conversation <laughs> but that that tickled me but I guess you know when when you're in love (laughs) 
guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything before we move on to miscellaneous? No, that's all I have. Okay. When when Cooper comes back from vacation, like, mm-hmm. who is that zen after a vacation? Like, during vacation, sure, not a care in the world, on a beach next to a therapist, drinking great coffee. And I was like, is Cooper on drugs? Is he- It almost seemed like it, because yeah. he was, like, abnormally zen. Yeah. Like, we'd never seen him this laid back before. <laughs> no, no. I like that Charlotte said something like, did you forget your SPF? <laughs> Right. It was very clear because sometimes when I like I have blinds behind my TV. So sometimes when they're open, there's a little bit of a glare. But like I felt like regardless of the glare, when he walked into the office, I could just tell I was like, I guarantee Cooper's going to return. Like some, I could just see it. I was like, I know he's going to return with sunburn, some kind of or a tan, a very good tan rather. And I was yeah. like, sure enough, here he came. <laughs> he got some some good sun. But tell me some of your miscellaneous. I have a bunch, but I feel like I've talked the entire episode today. No, no. I said uh, Charlotte and Sheldon saw that coming. Oh, yeah. Saw that that building up um, because that's like, you know, it really is a relationship that like I feel like we haven't explored like in general at all. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how like people are like kind of like matching up now. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember a couple episodes ago, I said, so who do you uh, think Sheldon will be with? I didn't remember, <laughs> remember you asked me, and I'm sure it didn't even cross my mind. No, it didn't. Imagining anyone with Sheldon besides Violet, because that's who we've just seen. Yeah. He has like been obviously the most connected to romantically throughout the series. That it's just like, it didn't even cross my mind that they would have explored another love interest for him but I'm so glad that they did because it's like Sheldon's worthy it's worthy of love 100% and deserves it and you know so yes I wouldn't know I don't think I would have guessed in a million years that it would be Charlotte but no. here we here we are <laughs> <laughs> to Sam and Addison and Cooper uh, not Cooper wow not Cooper Sam and Addison and Pete and Vanessa mm-hmm. Sam is right that Addison doesn't have a right to be jealous of Vanessa yeah. or like jealous of him moving on when she was the one who said that they can't be together, even though obviously they still love each other. Yeah. And yes, she's a neonatal specialist, but there are only so many specialties in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Vanessa looks like she should play like an FBI agent, like very criminal minds or Quantico or Homeland. And then I looked up yeah. her IMDB to be like, where do I know her from? And mm-hmm. her whole IMDB is like lawyer, doctor, cop, ADA. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. All of the things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching this episode um, and my mom was around and she was just like, she's the the lead of a, of a series either currently going on or that was recently going on and played. I think she said she played a doctor on yeah. that as well. So I was just the like, good okay. doctor. Okay. That's what she said. That's exactly. Exactly. My mom enjoys that show too, and so I was just like, "Oh," because to me, I felt like that. I'm sure I'm sure I've seen her on other things without realizing it, but like she's definitely um an interesting character. I think to add into the mix because it's not like it's not like she's so far removed that she's stepping into um their world without being aware of what's going on. Like mm-hmm. almost immediately, she she her women's intuition can tell that like Sam and Addison have some history. I like that they like brought her into it being like, I'm not dumb. I see what's going on. Yeah. And I loved her line that you're going to have to chase me to catch me. And I was just like, I'm stealing that from my real life. <laughs> I was just like, yes, girl, you tell him. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I liked that. Um, And yeah, even for her to say that like, she's essentially had to compete or live in the shadow of Addison in her professional life and that she refused to do it in her personal. I was just like, she, they really brought her in with like a, a backstory, even though we like had no idea like of who she was prior to this. But yeah, I like, you know, I, I, not that I don't like her. I was just like to, to go as far as to say like, I like Vanessa, but, uh, but I like that she is um aware. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I still miss Sonia, though. I know. I think I wish that they would have explored that more. She was around for, like, a good bit, but, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was sad, yeah. Fife broke my heart this episode when he got oh. so vulnerable. When he goes, when you're fighting for a girl you love, and Naomi was like, 
what? Just casually, casually dropping that bomb. Yeah, out of, not nowhere, but, you know, out of nowhere. Right. And then he said, you make me a better person. Precious. Precious. Something that I wouldn't even, like, imagine him to, you know, say, let alone, like, confessing his love like that. But, like, when he said that, I was like, and I'm sure that, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that she, like, has softened him a little bit. Because we know how, like, sarcastic and, like, uh-huh. cynical he can be. Oh, What a good guy. I know. But then when Naomi and Addison are talking, Addison says, how do you turn down a guy in a wheelchair? It's not the point, Addison. Right, exactly. She's so... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, when you were musing a while ago, you said uh-huh. something like, I'm interested to see how Naomi, you know, grapples with is the wrong word, but how she approaches, you know, date, dating someone in a wheelchair, how yeah. that, so yeah, I mean, that is not something that I thought about, mm-hmm. but yeah, just the fact that that was the first thing that Addison said. Exactly. And I'm glad that, um, I guess like shout out to Ayana, um, and Mark, but I'm glad that uh, Naomi's retort was that that she basically forgets that he's in the wheelchair at yeah. this point because I think that, and obviously our perspective that we see like Naomi and his scenes together compared to probably like the side of him that Addison doesn't get to see. Yeah, that made total sense to me because I feel like I have too. Um, you know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and his personality is so like. Larger than life doesn't seem like the right word, but his his personality makes such an impression on you that like you really do forget about it. So yeah, yeah. We have another A plus monologue by Audra here. Yes. Yeah. My favorite line was, "He could steal my DNA and clone me and get away with it." <laughs> so freaking good. I know. I was like, "Girl, why would he do that?" Yeah. It's so funny. It really was. I only have one more note. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. How many do you do you have any? I I feel like I like over note took. <laughs> that's that's okay. Probably the past couple episodes, so I'm I'm not going to bore you. But I the only other thing that I had as far as like Addison and Naomi was I just thought it was funny that Addison, uh, came to offer her the, the chocolate when Naomi came into her office because usually like Naomi like already has it like goes for it herself and she didn't even take take any for that moment that's the next episode really yeah i think are you sure no maybe it's both because i have um maybe it isn't because i have um that addison said oh i was like not her calling naomi out wait you're right oh no you're right also no, you're for sure right because I'm confused. I'm I'm mixing them because I think that in this one, Naomi has the chocolate already, and then in the next episode, Addison offers it to her. So yeah, this out in the bloopers. No, that's okay. I might. I'm it. sorry. No, but, I'm so sorry. I, you're right because she because I was like not her calling Naomi out for her eating disorder, and I was like she wouldn't do that and offer her the chocolate. So Naomi had the chocolate on her own this time. But it was hilarious not to make light of EDs at all. But um, yes, yeah. that <laughs> Addison said you need to see a doctor about your eating disorder. <laughs> I did. They really are our besties. Yeah, they really are. I love that. My and you would not bore me with any of your notes, but my last miscellaneous, my last note for this whole episode is: Mm -hmm. I feel like we're always like, "Who is watching Meredith's kids on Grey's?" My mom is always. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "This isn't realistic." No, not at all. But who is watching Lucas while Pete is with Addison all the time? Excellent question. For real. We never talk about it. No. He just appears whenever Pete is off, off work. I yeah, know. that's actually a really good question. Because, like, yeah, there's never any discussion of Pete having any uh, additional family, right, in town. Well, um, yeah, yeah, none that you know of. <laughs> got you, thumbs up, got you. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Got you. I had to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I am always willing to play a nanny, willing to play a teacher, Look. willing, ready, willing, and able, Shonda Rhimes. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> Truly. Apparently a TA as well. Yes. 
I've had like three this month for a teacher's assistant. Yeah, Al, like, why amazing. do all these teachers need so many assistants? That's so funny how that happens. It's crazy. <laughs> so our Sam style uh, is Charlotte has on like a lavender turquoise black and cream striped shirt. Mm-hmm. And there's a flowy tie in the front. And I like that one. Mm-hmm. I almost gave it to Addison's butterfly dress. Okay. But this just kind of showed maybe it's a day that Charlotte is in both of her full-time jobs. Right. <laughs> and she needed something, you know, a little more. Wow, I can't think of any words today. A little more. It's just the V, not various. She, she needed something with a little more variety. So she wore this. Right. Sure. Um, and also, her hair looked amazing through this whole episode. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's always does, but, like, Charlotte's was extra shiny and bouncy. I thought so, too. Yeah. Like, the feathered look. Yeah. 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 Who's our guest star spotlight? Our guest star spotlight for this episode is Mr. Aldis Hodge. Ooh. I was really excited when I um, saw him pop up on screen. And he played Esau, our tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. <laughs> tuberculosis. That is how you say it, right? I don't know why that word has been so hard for me to say. Yeah, tuberculosis. But I, I also, yeah, yeah. But I also think it's just like such a long word that that's why people say TB all TB, the time. Yeah. They know that there's something that happens with that L, especially being from Pittsburgh. Yeah, L's, L's get swallowed, guys. They get slippy. Um, but yes, Esau, played by Aldis Hodge, um, and he is a SAG award-winning actor who has built a dynamic career as a versatile performer, shining in roles in both film and television. He is perhaps best known for his role as Noah in the WGN hit series Underground, starring alongside Journey Smollett and Christopher Maloney. Um, Wait, Chris Maloney from um, SVU? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, and Journey Smollett from... um, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft Country and a bunch of other things. She's also on Grey's Anatomy. She has a brain tumor and her boyfriend dies. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I forgot the journey was an episode. See, I'm already the distance between me and my Grey's binge. I'm already due for another one. Time to go I, back in. I'm about to also. I really have been itching to. I, I told you how like my brother has been watching, so I kind of get my fix every time he comes home to visit and we will plow through. <laughs> Um, but yes, and a little bit more about Aldis. Um, he has a youngest younger brother named Edwin. Both of his parents served in the United States Marine Corps. And uh, he grew up in New York City in New Jersey, but was born in North Carolina. He's trained in martial arts. Um, and uh, he's named his favorite films as The Professional Crash, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. films. Um, the the raid redemption life and man on fire which is another another fave of mine so oh. great taste Aldis yeah. he's a great he's a great actor I loved him I wish that we saw him more I wish Me he too. had like a multi episode arc I know and it was so interesting especially when he started speaking in that dialect I was just like oh, like, oh okay because I've never seen him um, play a role with the dialect to be honest and so. At least something that, um, you know, foreign. Because he was also in Hidden Figures. So he had, like, a little Southern twang going yeah. on. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Of course. Every time I say that, I feel like I'm in, like, a group therapy session with um, <laughs> Sheldon and Violet. Thank you for sharing. Or I feel like the kid that just, like, sat down after presenting the project <laughs> in class. <laughs> Getting all your papers together. Right. Yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. I finished your project. <laughs> Exactly. Well, our trivia is this episode scored 7.57 million viewers. Wow. Okay. Pretty good. Love that. Love that. Yeah. 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 And then, so I get our trivia from the Gray's Wiki and also from Mm -hmm. IMDb. And somebody on IMDb is just like telling me who played what on Gray's Anatomy. So, but they only include names. So then I go back to... Oh, Lord, making you work. On IMDb, I go back to Grey's Wiki, and then I go to that person, and then I click on the character from Grey's Anatomy. And because I am, you know, unwell in the head, I see one still from Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, oh, I remember who this person is now. Oh, my God. So that's that's what I did. That's what I did. 
I love that. Clea Duval, who plays Natasha, our mm-hmm. aviophobic friend, also mm-hmm. played Jennifer Robinson in two episodes of Grey's. That wow. is the one with the bear attack who um, she's a waitress and her fiance like fell in love with her and he's a millionaire and they get attacked uh-huh. by a bear. But it turns out he had an, an impulse control issue with the brain tumor and – so the brother is like, you can't marry this. And then she realizes that it was the brain tumor that made him fall in love with her. And it's really sad. Ooh, yeah, I vague, vaguely, yes, remember. Meredith is the um, one of the doctors. She's still a resident, though. And okay. I just remember the Jennifer, who's Natasha, takes off. She has, like, a beanie on. And she takes okay. it off. And, like, half of her skull flap comes with it because she didn't Jesus. realize she was hurt. Oh my god. Oh That's, lord. Yeah, an image permanently etched in my brain and now in yours. Oh. So you're welcome. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Sampson, who plays May, uh-huh. also played Ruth O'Leary in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. That is an early episode where she has a mean brother who also has issues with impulse because of a brain tumor. Goodness gracious. That's also, I believe, a Meredith one, even though I sort of see Izzy in there as well. And then, which we talked about a little bit earlier, Preston James Hillier, who played Agent Jones, played a cop in an episode of Grey's Anatomy, which is the ferry boat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, in my upcoming rewatch, I will mm-hmm. – I'll see if I can spot him or if he's – I don't want to say just background, but um, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to see if I can spot him because I don't remember cops really having speaking roles in the ferry boat crash episode. Mm-hmm. A right. lot of paramedics and fire, obviously, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Saying, wow, I love that they're all kind of connected in some way. And yeah. Shonda will uh, cast. <laughs> she will. She will cast. Um, she will reuse. Recast. Yeah. 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 Happy, yeah. happy to be of use. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not me scouring Actors Access every day for breakdowns. Not me. I love it. No, as you should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would love for you to muse for us. Oh, goodness. I'm happy to see that Fike has now, like, made a move, for lack of a better word, that he's, like, now basically has put the ball in Naomi's court. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, being like, hey, I'm in love with you. <laughs> That's kind of, a, kind of a large bomb to drop on someone. So the ball is, like, really in her court now. Um, and so I'm interested to see what Naomi will do with this, especially now knowing that she's in a relationship with, excuse me, with William. Um, so she has a choice to make. And uh, let's see who else here reference my notes. So I told you I probably took way more than I should have. Um, never too many. Never, never too much, never too much. Um, and here I'm thinking like, never enough, never, never. never. Honestly, <laughs> Even better, because I yeah. fucking love that song. My gosh, everyone does. <laughs> um, Cooper, yeah, he's back all zen and everything, but I feel like he's too still zen. Avoid- too zen, way too zen. And I think that he's like avoiding the elephant in the room that Charlotte has been literally waiting to address since he's been gone, which is like, you know, we obviously know what went down between them at the wedding. And I feel like she like wants some answers about that and like how they're going to move forward. And I feel like he's like playing this avoidance game by like under the guise of being Zen. So I'm hoping that he will like step up to the plate and like, you know, and address it for real, because to me, I believe in my heart of hearts that they're still in love with each other, even despite this relationship that is now lit a flame between Charlotte and Sheldon. It's giving very much of like what, Addison and Pete started their little yeah. like you know hook up rendezvous as like you know we care about each other but like we're really just like you know using each other to feel good right now um and even though like uh, to be honest since it's so new I feel like Charlotte and Sheldon's is a little bit more pure because it doesn't like have any baggage but obviously Charlotte sees in Sheldon what like we have seen all along which is that he's just like a really great guy as she has even said who else can I muse about? Sam and Addison. How could I freaking forget? I'm tired of them, child. <laughs> oh, like, I'm like, it's just like, it's just a matter of time. Like, I mean, it's just like all of this drama and stuff. And I I will say that I, I had noted at the beginning that I was just like, Sam is um 
Sam is handling this like I, like as maturely as I feel like as he's trying to, and I feel like Addison almost can't handle the fact that Sam is actually handling this maturely yeah. and actually trying to make active steps to move on from her. It's mm-hmm. almost as if, and I think this is what frustrates me about Addison. It's like I'm proud of her, and I think that she made the right choice in ending their romance. Sorry, time I might ending their romantic relationship. Um, in an effort to protect her friendship with Naomi. Mm. But it's like also that part of her that like, she still wants Sam to like pine after her and fawn over her. Yeah. And it's like, you can't have both, sweetie. You can't, I mean, like, you know, you have to, you have to, that's the sacrifice of it, right? You know, you have to sacrifice this romantic relationship with someone that you know you love for your friendship. But it's like, she wants Sam to still like, you know, be all over her. And she doesn't want him to move on though, you know? So um, yes, but- relatable but (laughs) very much so because it's like who doesn't want that yeah Yeah. relatable but not um useful yes exactly exactly that so uh I'm interested to see and I'm still sticking by my guns that I was like Naomi Naomi is gonna find out one way or another so I think it's just a matter of time before that happens okay okay we'll see okay We'll see. Yeah. I just love Ayana A. Floyd's writing. She she and Mark Tinker are both like constants in this series. Mm. Mm. And I just really love it. I found her on Twitter a couple months ago, so I followed her. I was just about to say, I was like, literally, as you keep saying her name, I'm like, let me just Google her to see what she looks like. Oh, no, let me send you. I'll send you her Twitter. Okay. Oh, she's beautiful. What is a Twitter? Oh. What do you call a Twitter? Just her Twitter, right? Yeah, her t- her Twitter. Yeah, her Twitter. Okay. So tell me your MVP. My MVP is Sheldon. Um, that was Same! like Same! Yes! Oh, I just I'm screamed so into the mic. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I was just as excited because at first I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, but I was like, I was like, my my love for Sheldon just increased um, so exponentially over At a girl. these past couple episodes. So I was just like, it's very clearly Sheldon for obvious reasons that I feel like we already talked about yeah. in the podcast, just that like he, uh, it was great to see him step up as a therapist. Um, is Sheldon considered a psychologist or just a psychiatrist? I think because psychiatrist. yeah, it's, I, I think because psychiatrists and dear listeners, please let me know if I'm very wrong here, but I think psychiatrists can prescribe and psychologists just do not just do talk therapy, but they don't have like the prescription pad. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That makes sense. Right, because he was prescribing in this yes, in, in both episodes. So yeah, let me stay on track. <laughs> yeah. No, very yes. important. Very important. Right. I just remembered I was just like, he was prescribing a lot. Um and yes. And so just again, like just seeing him be vulnerable, we learned more about him in this episode and his past, and he was able to use that to help his patient. And also just seeing him um be in like a romantic relationship again with Charlotte, something that I felt like that he hadn't really gotten to experience um on a serious level since Violet because I know that like he and like was it he and Pete that were like doing that like weird competition out at the bar that night when they were trying to get Mm -hmm. that girl's attention Mm -hmm. so um it was just like nice to see Sheldon get some shine so that's why he's my MVP yeah he is my MVP for all of those reasons and Mm -hmm. he helps Natasha through that truly terrifying and valid fear yes and we learn more about his backstory that we talked about before, the surgeon yeah. and the leg and that wild thing. Mm-hmm. And he finally has some forward character movement. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like we're learning more about Charlotte. Um, why I love Charlotte comes sort of like in the middle of next season. Okay. But um, I mean, I love her for all of these things and more. But mm-hmm. finally, I feel like forever I've been like, Sheldon, we see Sheldon. Ever since he yes. had like one line. Yeah. So I'm glad that you and our listeners watching for the first time see why I am such a Sheldon stan. I get it now. I get it. Thank Clear you, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I, that's why like, I love seeing Charlotte and Sheldon together. Because uh-huh. I said these are these are my two faves that like obviously Addison's my girl, Naomi's my girl. We love mm-hmm. Sam. We love all of them really, except occasionally yeah. Cooper when he's terrible and Violet when yes. she's not being a great mm-hmm. psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, we decided on yeah. Um, but yes. I love seeing them together. I'm like, look at this power couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. how he was so drunk. He goes, 
Charlotte made martinis. <laughs> right, exactly. And it was like, it was something that even as it was, you know, building up and I, I mentioned that I saw it coming, but like at yeah. first I still, I wasn't like totally sure because I was just like, okay, are we just going to like present this as a, um, even though I think that there's like still something like low key underlying there that we never like fleshed out for real between uh-huh. Cooper and Violet. I thought that on the surface it was going to be like a Cooper, maybe like another Cooper and Violet situation. Like we're just like platonic friends of the opposite yeah. sex. Yeah. Um, when she initially invited him in and then I was like, mm, there's something more here. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm into it for now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everything is for now. Right, exactly. Until yeah. otherwise proven why it shouldn't be. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. my rating, I'm actually kind of proud of this one for once. Okay. A not-so-clean beach. I'm thinking like a Coney Island, a Jones Beach, something like that, sure. where the waves are coming in and out, you know, as they do on the beach. But mm-hmm. there is a piece of trash or debris or wood or something in the way that is making the wave stop – that is st- getting in the way – of making uh-huh. the wave whole and peaceful. Ooh. You know, so like, like you're working on it, but it's not quite. Like things get in the way. Even yep. with Cooper Zen and all of that, it's like we're almost there, mm-hmm. but. Yep. Like they're about like to have their baby, mm-hmm. but you have TB. And like, oh, I found the person that I'm supposed to be with, but I'm literally allergic to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm literally allergic to him. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I yeah. like it. Spot thank, on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. I feel like my um being at the beach more often is assisting in this. Oh, and I'm not even gonna lie, I'm so envious. That's why I was like, even the you like painting that picture of like the waves and stuff, I was like, Oh my gosh. Especially as it's like it's like well, like I said, aside from this ice slash snowstorm that's yeah. about to hit us, it has been getting progressively warmer and even dare I say it's been staying lighter a little bit later here in oh Pittsburgh. Oh my, yeah, yeah, and here too. And like so hopeful that spring is around the corner and I was like, oh, what I wouldn't give to be on a beach somewhere. But you're oh, coming I'm here so kind of soon. Yes, kind of soon. My rating, like I said, not as not as great as Sam's because it took me so long to think of it. But I think it's amazing. I haven't heard it yet and I already think that. Please, thank you. That's all you can tell we're actors, guys. We're just always saying yes, always supporting the agreement. Yes, and always. Mine, just because I felt like there was so much having to do with like making big decisions and sometimes being afraid of having to make those decisions. I was like, what? when does that come into play? When do those two things come into play when like a beach is involved? And I was like, hotel stays, making a choice in your hotel. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And so I just felt like, particularly with Addison and Sam, I think like she made this decision um, still like not really knowing what the outcome of it was going to be. Like, you know, making a decision in good faith to save her friendship with Naomi but she's still afraid of like what that's going to look like for her relationship with Sam. And it's just like, sometimes when like, you know, you found a great beach that you want to stay at. Um, but it's like, you know, you, you don't know the hotel, you don't know the area. So you're just like taking a chance based off of the reviews, based off of your, your knowledge that you have about, you know, said person or said hotel. Yeah. And you just like, you know, take, take the leap of faith. And even though you're not sure, even though they may not have a, breakfast offered mm. <laughs> you, you, you take a chance and deal breaker anyway. for me i know for <laughs> real it's gotta if they have breakfast that's like no no brainer but yeah it's a big plus that's you know yeah <laughs> that's my rating i love that thanks girl thanks <laughs> thank you thank you for joining us for this week's episode of beach houses and babies a private practice recap podcast Please follow us on Instagram at BHAB Podcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Melissa Clark and on Twitter at, at Melissa with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show. Plus, we might read your review on the podcast. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash BHAB podcast. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 17. They are available to stream on Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram 
at BHAB Podcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT. I always feel like a 90s game show host when I'm like featured on our listener mail segment. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the episodes. <laughs> yep, yep. I recently started rewatching uh, the Tyena episodes from Nickelodeon and like it was, oh, I completely yeah. forgot that like at, they're all on YouTube and I forgot that at the end of them they are uh, they're always like this uh, episode was recorded at the live studio audience at Nickelodeon Orlando, Florida. I was like mm. I forgot that they even did that. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Sister Sister before bed, and it's just really very oh, calming. It is. It's so good. I yeah. still need to like finish it from when I started watching it when it first came on Netflix. I think I'm on like maybe the second to last season. Yeah, they they go through quite a journey. Oh my god, the episode yeah. where they're like, "Wait, Roger's hot?" <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. I love. That's probably my favorite episode. So good. Yeah. I love that. Relationship where Marcus Houston was coming to his own. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly on his way. So good. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna press stop.